Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, it's Ryan again with Vacation Rental Insiders. And it's Lucas. And it's Lucas as well. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Not much. He yeah. finally, finally made it down to Florida, I think. Boom, uh, I'm in Florida. <laughs> all, all of these podcast episodes up to this point were taped in... Uh, that's not true. The first 20 were made here. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I flew down here for a, uh, a binge of podcasting. We made 20 episodes, guys, in our first week together. Yeah. Uh, just to launch this thing for you guys. So if the first 20 episodes have a certain flavor and then they sort of change after that, it's because that was one sitting. We were just like doing nothing but yakking into this microphone yeah. for a week. And we were also new to it. So. And weren't the first, uh, the, the, the 12 episodes from like, from like episode nine to 20 were made on the same day. Yes. <laughs> So if we hit the ground running. If you noticed maybe some irritation in that by episode ah, 20, the week. Shut up, it's my turn to talk. Yeah. <laughs> that, that didn't happen. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh goodness. No, uh we were we were uh we were green, but you know, hey, listen, if the content is real and it's relevant and it's all coming from the the right place, it doesn't matter, right? So, yep. there we have it. Um, all right, so our last episode was about um, the unfortunate need on occasion, whether it's scheduled or temporary purposes or property got sold. We talked about shutting one down entirely, right, um, which I had experience in multiple times. You kind of did as well. Properties got sold with it that you were managing. Properties I got, I managed were, were sold as well. I've had temporary uh, Airbnbs that were intentionally temporary, and so we, we've kind of moved things around. Um, and I currently have a bunch of furniture and storage. So... Um, we went over that on the last episode, so we're going to just kind of piggyback on that. There is a different element to this business in relation to not necessarily the closure of an Airbnb, but um, let's say you're you're a rental manager like Lucas is, and you acquire uh, a listing from somebody who's already managing it. So in other words, um, there's a lot of reasons for that, right, Lucas? Yeah, so I'll go over a couple here. Probably the most common, unless some of you are property managers, you know, I didn't deal with what I call a transition for the first year or so, uh, maybe even year and a half. But a simple transition means a property manager is managing a property, um, that owner fires said property manager, and they hire you. Uh, but there's still reservations on the books from the previous property managers, and so now you have to start a transition. Um, these can be incoming and they can be outgoing, meaning you can be the property manager outgoing and you can be the property manager incoming. But what I would likely see this as more happening in terms of our listeners is let's say a homeowner owns their own listing, they own their home, um, and they sell it to somebody else who wants to do the same thing. Then you as a homeowner are going to get put in that same situation where you're transitioning from, from yourself as a manager and a homeowner to the new homeowner, you know, home, homeowner. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the new homeowner and, and maybe their manager, they'll be managing it. Um, and what that takes on Airbnb and VRBO is, you know, you don't want to absolutely just sync your account unless you're planning on not doing this anymore. Then you can just cancel everybody and, you know, fold up shop. But most so, likely... So if you have an Airbnb or VRBO uh, profile and you're the homeowner or manager and it's the only listing you have and you're never going to be in the business again, 
you just cancel everybody. Yep, I just had that happen at a unit. To uh, somebody else's account, not not, not mine. Not yeah, not mine. Uh, right. A homeowner managed her unit, right? And uh, she sold to the guy that I now work with and manage the property, and she just canceled all of them. And Oof. most of them moved over, but she canceled like seven. She's yeah. like, "Hey, I got to cancel." Guys. I had a guest in one of my properties that had the signa, you know, the uh, little insignia on their profile that said also a host. And so I instantly had, you know, we, we always, and that's a whole other topic, hosting hosts. We, we, we had an episode on that. Yeah, we did. Hosts can be kind of, yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, don't be sure. that way if you're a host. If you're a host. You'd be nice to other hosts. Yeah, anyway, nice. quick reminder on that. Anyway, <laughs> back on topic. Um, the So I clicked on their reviews. And sure enough, in their reviews, there was there's a designation from guest or host. A bunch of reviews in a row said this reservation was canceled by the host. This reservation was canceled by the host. That's what happens, guys. If you're the host and you cancel a bunch of reservations because you just threw threw in the towel or you wanted to switch to a different manager, whatever the case, the person who does all the canceling gets that review left automatically yeah, by your Yeah, you get plenty of penalties, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's just start with the with a simple transition. So Correct. recently I, I took over amiable uh, yeah, transition. Amiable. Some of some of them are not unfortunately amiable. Maybe you telling me that people who get fired are not amenable? Yeah, correct. Damn. Um, that's weird. You know, so just just know you'll have that one in your back pocket where it'll be you know, this this process will be a little bit more difficult and you may just need to start from scratch, but um, recently uh, I, I took over a property and I had to uh, pull those reservations over so they had their you know VRBO account preferably I would prefer those reservations to stay in place on VRBO with and the I, existing manager. with the existing manager now I know VRBO doesn't uh, really like that um, but they really need both of these platforms need to figure out a way how to transfer reservations uh, to new properties if you call them they should really figure out how to go hey this is the same property same concept if the if the property gets sold um, and the new owner is not taking over that VRBO account or the Airbnb account from the old owner because that wouldn't be able doable. They're under different names. How can the reservations of the existing people who want a vacation there just simply be easily transferred over? You're not changing anything. Um, so, but the transition part, you know, you just coordinate with the manager, the the manager and the homeowner, um, get all your keys, change locks. Um, you just go through the process step by step. Uh, make sure you know you go through the onboarding process. Uh, make sure everything's there for rentals. Um, gather all the reservation details for each reservation that's on the calendar. You'll work with the manager, the other manager uh, that just got let go on doing this. Um, either they'll a give you access to their VRBO and Airbnb account to run those reservations. What do you mean by that? Like, how would that look? How has that worked in the past? Do, do they give you passwords? Yes. Really? Yes. And they're and okay with that. Yes. And now, just, what if they have like 30 other properties and only one is coming to you? I've never had that. So option, <laughs> I've never had that where they've had 30 other properties. Okay. I've had it where they've two, had like one. two, four, So, okay, six. but those are not coming to you per se. Correct. And now you can see all of that? Yes. Hmm. You know, so. That requires a lot of trust between the two. Correct. So it yeah. does. Um, and this person wasn't necessarily, they didn't, they didn't really like me, to be honest. They know who I am. And, well, you were taking their job. Yeah. It's competition, so, I guess. Um, yeah. But, uh. Anyways, I, I took over the account, but option B would be how VRBO and Airbnb prefer it, and that's each reservation gets canceled, and then each reservation gets rebooked. There's now, an implication of that with fees, though, isn't there? There's an implication of why VRBO and Airbnb want you to do that, because they get free money. So you you somebody's got to refund that service fee. Somebody has to figure out... Well, well no, somebody has to man to, up and give them that VRBO money VRBO and Airbnb are going to give them that money back if you cancel. 
Well, that again, though, that's that's a bad implication for, for you. you. But I mean, if it's if on you're the, the outgoing manager, that's, if you're the outgoing manager, you don't want to have to do that. So you'd right. prefer to run them off the account. That's why they prefer to give you their password instead of canceling them right. out. Right. Now, the option C is to convince the guest to cancel and just rebook. So that is possible. I mean, recently I just had that one unit um, go down. Owner decide they don't want to rent it out anymore. Cool, fine. But I still had two reservations left on the calendar. Um, here coming up in the next couple months, you know, Christmas and then a one month after. And it was easy. I moved both of those. Reser- I actually moved the reservation to another unit. It was like, cool, done. You know, mm-hmm. if you have that in your portfolio ability, you can move them to another one. Or mm-hmm. you can say, hey, I'm just going to move, you know, the reservation itself. Or, you know, can you cancel and rebook? So now within within Airbnb and VRBO, um, guys, there is no actual function uh, to literally transfer from one manager to another from one person to another. It's not possible. Yeah, that's what I said they need to have the ability to do is to just take a property. I don't feel like they're vested to do that. I mean, like, there's... there's no, they're but financially, they're, they stand to gain. They stand to gain from it, but it's because there's multiple service fees. It's a yeah, but it's a feature that's just a hassle for not only when when you go to tell a guest that a property has been sold or a property has been transitioned like this, they throw up the red flags and it makes a guest not want. They think they're being scammed. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. So now yeah. Airbnb and VRBO have a problem in my eyes that there's guests out there that think they're being scammed. True. Because you have to call them and tell them why you're. You know, I call them and I'm like, hey. Because in my case, I want them to cancel. I don't want to cancel. Mm-hmm. You know, my accounts have been pristine since day one. Yeah, you I don't, both. You know, so I'm very good at keeping it that way. But in the event that I have a tumultuous meltdown here and, and uh, you know, I get one of these that are just transitioning that mm-hmm. are not good, you know, I don't, I don't want the disaster side effects. And you are, of course, talking that. about the previous manager that you're taking over for being tumultuous. Yeah, or or myself, like it not no like the tumultuous meltdown that comes from a VRBO or Airbnb having to cancel these reservations. Oh, uh, sorry. Mr. Yeah, Mr. I got yes, yeah. I, I got that. <laughs> I got that vibe from you, you know. But uh, no, so I I don't want that. I don't want that meltdown that would come from that. Yeah. Um, and so it, it would be nice if Airbnb and VRBO would incorporate some level of. Um, at least working together to move the reservations. Yeah. Um, something like that. So how will this come up? When will this come up? Okay, this will come up for the people who buy a property that is already an Airbnb. There is actually real estate markets that are specifically Airbnbs for sale. You can buy one that's already running as one. This would be applicable in that scenario. Number two, it will come up if you build yourself a business like Lucas has where you are branding yourself as a rental property manager. Um, let's say you have one of your own. You get your feet wet. You get experience. I don't care how you get that rental, whether it's you own it or you used rental arbitration. But once you get experience, you decide, I like this. I want to be a manager of dozens of these. Okay. So you start building that brand for yourself and people who own rental property start hearing about you from their friends or other networking. And they say, I want you as my manager, not this person or not myself being the owner, perhaps. That's when this is going to come up. The other time it's going to come up, it's the third option. It's rather unfortunate. They don't like you. <laughs> and now you're the one that's going to go. You're going to be the manager that's outgoing. My advice to you is this. Don't be a dick. I'm going to put it that simply. It's a little bit rude. I do my best to not be vulgar on this podcast, right? It's family friendly, right? But listen, on this one, don't be a dick. If they don't want to be working with you anymore, Make it as easy as possible. Stay nice. You have a brand that is you. Even if you don't have a business name and a logo to go behind it, your brand is you. All right? Correct. So, I mean, you're you're speaking to, like, if you're a manager 
And I just want to, because I'm a manager and I work with the homeowners. Uh, if you're a homeowner, don't make it hard for the manager that's outgoing, unless you guys had some serious beef. Right. Um, don't make unreasonable demands. Don't request unreasonable stuff. I have no ill will against any owner who would want to let me go for any reason. Um, but you've definitely been the incoming manager when the previous manager has perhaps been, uh, we're just going to say it, you have you have taken over properties for people who were caught stealing. Correct. It has happened. Correct. And we're not going to get into where you are. We're not, sorry, guys. You, you, you can try and find us, and if you find us, cool. We're, we're glad. But we're not going to get specific here because we're not trying to drag his competition through the mud. That's yeah. not what we do here. Yeah. My point is this. There happens. are reasons people have been let go, and you've acquired the properties. But that person who was a thief, and that for them to then make it difficult for the owner and you yeah. to then take over, that's just just putting salt in the wound. It's making bad worse. Okay. If you need to be the outgoing manager, just just move on. Believe it or not, um, that person was actually not not too terrible to work with. Um, they were good for you. They were to you. Yeah, they weren't the they they weren't the worst to work with. But yeah, it's just if you're a homeowner, just you know, if I'm going to keep my hat on straight and I'm going to keep my head on straight, I'll I'll you know, as a manager, I'm going to give you a fair shake. Give me a fair shake, and and we'll. We'll part raise and, you know, the management style wasn't fit for the ownership style and that's yeah. okay. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. And why Why does it break down? Uh, we, we've talked about that. Uh, well, no, we didn't. Uh, we didn't get into the specifics. Managers uh, have been caught stealing. That has happened, number one. Yeah. Managers have been caught just simply mismanaging, right? Uh, one of the other things that really triggers um, a, a parting of ways with management and ownership would be um, dishonesty. So, you know, yeah, it was cleaned at 2 o'clock. It was all this, that, and the other thing, and it really wasn't. Or, you know, I said I fixed something, but I didn't. Why would you do that, Something guys? breaks, let the and homeowner know. you don't tell know. them. Yeah. You, mean, come on. You got to be up front, you know, forth, worth every, every time. If it's, not, if it's not a small issue, I, I don't let the homeowner know. Like, if, if somebody, you know, if somebody damaged sheets, I'm just replacing the sheets. It's not right. like, you know, the homeowner doesn't necessarily want to be bothered with that unless there's some special type of sheets. And if you have a management agreement in place that says you don't have to contact them for any incidentals under $100, don't waste your time. Just yeah. go handle the problem. I think the biggest thing to hear, though, is for homeowners and uh, and managers alike is uh, what's the compensation when the transition goes through. Um, so how that normally works is... You know, let's say you're making 20%. Let's say the previous manager was charging 20%. Normally, the incoming manager will assume the existing reservations provided they stay on the calendar um, for 10%. The old manager for booking the reservation gets 10% and you split it down the middle. Um, new incoming managers, you know, that's obviously not favorable for you, but it's the cost of doing business. That's how it should be. You shouldn't get 20% and then the owner has to give, you know, 10% or 20% to the other person and lose out on 40%. Um, it's a cost of doing business. It's how I've always done things. It's how I learned from other colleagues that were in this business, how they did things. Um, you know, there's not going to be a ton of reservations on the calendar that you're going to have to assume. But, um, you know, that, that previous manager did take the booking. They did take the reservation. They are referring it uh, to the new owner and leaving it with the owner. Um, so they should get paid for something. And typically that's 50%. And then you attain, you know, you... You get the other, you know, fifty percent, whatever that is, right? And um, and you manage the reservation until it's right. done. Now we're going to keep some of the other particulars of the uh, stuff out of this episode because it relates to the topic of just being a manager and how that works. Um, and we, we should delve into some of that a little deeper. 
like you know what's a good fee to charge that kind of stuff yeah. um and and get into that um you know that's that's some more deep dive stuff uh that we have in store for you guys as these episodes get further down the line um because we're getting into some finite topics here so we'll definitely have one that that nails down how to run your management business and lucas and i have hours and hours and hours of time together on the phone whatever uh tweaking management agreements as well uh, that's a whole episode. It could be could be ten episodes by itself. We could literally go through every paragraph of it. Why is this here? <laughs> so we'll get into that. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the end of the agreement. The termination section of your property management agreement is extremely important, and we will cover that in another episode for you. Um, you may want to uh, download that episode and um, get get the pause button ready as you start writing down our exact paragraphs. <laughs> Yeah. We're not going to be sending the PDF out for you because we're not giving legal advice, but we, we will read for you some of our paragraphs and some of our wording and our agreements. Yeah, absolutely. And that might be helpful for you guys. Well, not might be. It will be helpful for you guys. Trust me, that's going to be one of the golden episodes. Nuggets of info, if you will. All right. Uh, excellent. Follow us, like, subscribe. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. You know the drill. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, be the best host you can be and uh, go get that money. Go get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.